0: Well, this morning, uh, man, you know, you keep saying, Lord, give me a word for the, for the body. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm going to have a birthday in a few days, so I'm going to be getting uh, another year older. Yeah. And, uh, and we have this thing, you know, old school, new school. Remember when people say, that's old school. Well, yeah, that, that's me. And some of you and others are like, I'm in new school. So I just thought we'd call this the new school fast because Jesus was uh, talking to disciples as he did many times. And he was talking to him about fasting, and we'll read that scripture in a minute. Before I get into that, though, I was thinking of a way that we could talk about uh, fasting and food and appetites and the things that await us. I, I don't know, but I have greatly enjoyed the Christmas season, and the church said, I actually put on a few pounds, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, but hey, that's okay, because it's going to shed. But the thing is, I, listen to this, I, I thought this was interesting. I read this thing that says we consume 12 cows in our lifetime. Now, I know, some of these are not going to be true because you're not going to eat every one of these food, food groups, so it might mean that you actually consume 14 cows. But listen to this. It, this article says we consume 12 cows in our lifetimes, 31 pigs, 2 sheep. I do not eat sheep. I'll just go ahead and tell you. 2,300 chickens. Chick-fil-A is very happy about that. A thousand fish, nine turkeys, on and on. This article went on to say that we consume 8,000 pounds of fat in our life. Doesn't that just make you want to go, gross, and and somebody's like, no, let's go eat right now. But here's what I know. Our palate is a place of pleasure many times. This Christmas season we just completed... You know, all these people offer you these pies and cookies and, and favorite things. I mean, it's just amazing there. There's some things you can offer me. Like, if you offer me fruitcake, your pastor would be anorexic. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just not going to eat it. I don't even want to participate. But, there's, but if you bring out red velvet and German chocolate and cookies and chocolate, then get out of the way. I might hurt you. But here, here's the thing. Here's what about food. In Western world, so much of the world will go to bed tonight hungry. Yet, in the world that you and I live, Western world, and we still have some people that go to bed hungry. And man, I'm sad for that. I'm grateful for our food pantry. And that seems to alleviate some of the people that we know in our church and in our region. But it says that uh, we have a preoccupation with food. Food has even become medicine for many of us. You know, like, uh, have you ever felt, when you you feel bad, I know some of you don't have an appetite appetite. I've noticed I must be on my deathbed when I don't eat because I like to eat all the time. Do I have a witness? I mean, pretty much, yeah. And so it becomes a medicine. And yet, it's a talk about, we're going to talk about maybe taking some food out of our diet for 21 days through the uh, through the fast that we go together through the Daniel fast. I'm going to say, maybe we might be physically fat or unhealthy, and, and, and that's not the goal of the fast. The fast is to draw close to Jesus, to get close. We're going to talk about that today. But it also could be that we're spiritually fat. We've just taken in lots of content, but we've really never done the Word. We don't live the Word. We don't share the Word. We just want another Bible study. We just want more knowledge, and, and, and there's definitely a place for that. But the fast helps you and I. Address issues of our heart. Would you write that across the top of your notes? I think this is maybe one of the greatest statements. I'll tell you the spiritual fast will help us address the issues of our heart And one of our goals is that we'll get spiritually fit in 2014 and the church said Amen, we will get now physically fit that's important and some of us probably have resolutions and solutions and goals and lies I mean and goals and resolutions and, and I'm grateful for Bethany Stamps, certified trainer. Her and David are offering their services to our church. And we've got this thing coming up. You've seen the worship guide, and, and it's a $15 minimum gift, but you could give $150,000 if you want to. And, uh, and it goes right into the building fund. And so they're concerned for our temple, and our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And it's very important, and it's necessary and needed in the body of Christ. But God wants us to get spiritually fit, too. So uh, Jesus was talking to the disciples one time, and he was telling me, says, They were saying, hey, the the spirit is willing. Oh, the spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. Do I have any weak flesh people in the room today? Yeah, we're all weak at points in our life. Some of us are weaker than others, and maybe a lot of things make us weak spiritually, and and our flesh just fights. And and what happens is that that fleshly, uh, Paul would use the word carnality. They're carnal in their faith. It, 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 it quenches the spirit, and it diminishes their soul, and they're not as healthy. And uh, so their, their soul gets contaminated. As I was thinking about it, I want you to write this down. This might be something you might want to write in the front of your Bible. Just, just a I don't know some of you are like, I've never written my Bible. We'll start in 2014, okay? It's a great thing. I, I love for people to write in their Bibles. I think it's good. Here's a great thing to write in there. The Bible will keep you from sin, but sin will keep you from this book. Write it right down in the front of your Bible. The Bible will keep you and me from sin and help me achieve and grow in the likeness and the holiness of Christ. But sin will keep me and you from God's work. I know that to be true. If there's areas that I'm struggling with and I don't want to surrender and I don't want to submit, then I'm not as inclined to be hungry and pursue God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength as God instructs us as Christ followers. So I encourage you this morning Don't let sin keep you from God's book in 2014. And we're only in the fifth day. Some of you are like, man, I haven't even opened God's word this year. It's okay. Man, I'm not going to be a preacher of condemnation. I decided that a long time ago. There's enough condemnation. But I will be a preacher of truth and righteousness. Is that that okay with you? So I, I want you to love God's word. We need, here it is, just the thought is, we need to adjust our attitude when it comes to God's word for 2014. We just need to adjust our attitude toward other people. We need to, in this spiritual fast, we're going to exercise spiritual muscle. Uh, you know, we, we see all the commercials, we see all the gyms, and we all understand about physically uh, stretching, exercising. But I want to talk to you about the thing that matters above all things. As much as the body is important, I want to talk to you about your soul and stretching your soul and your spirit through the spiritual awakening called the Daniel fast. That's why I can't get away from it guys. I've been thinking about this fast for months I've been knowing it was coming up and also am excited about what could happen in my life And you're like matter of fact yesterday As I was studying and reflecting I went and I got my list out of my journal. I just tore it out I Can't believe I did that I should have just brought my whole journal but I just tore the page out, you know, that's how crazy I am, you know, and um, I've got this list of things the awakening fast 2013 and can i tell you god did an, an amazing work uh, one right here I, I remember praying last year i remember bethany asking me uh, to pray for david to get in sacks, and i remember praying for that and he did i prayed for god to give us a beautiful healthy granddaughter oh my goodness have i told you about her lately I was asking God for things in my marriage. He's done that. I asked God for finances to flow in 2013 like they hadn't in a long time. And all the way up to the end of the year, God was just continuing to show himself out. Uh, I prayed for uh, a couple of these are too personal. I better. I might get in trouble if I say that. But, hey, I prayed for some other things. Now, there's a couple things that I was fasting for and they didn't happen. And some other things did. But I, I just got encouraged. So here's my, here's my 2014 list. No, you can't read it. It's not for you to read. And some things I'll share with you, but some things I didn't. And I I said, man, I'm taking this fast seriously. So here's what I want to tell you today. I want you to practically fast for things of the kingdom of Christ on on this journey, okay? Here's some things just, I can't believe I'm way ahead of myself. This is toward the end, but this could be helpful for you. I'm still praying for us to get debt free in 2014. I'm praying for our equip fund to come. I'm asking God for 300 souls to be one to Jesus Christ through our ministry in 2014. How about that one, church? I'm asking God for 300 souls. I'm asking for growth in our thing. I'm asking God for an open door. Uh, I'll just tell you this briefly. You don't know this. This morning, live streaming is going on right now. Is it not, Jeff? Right now, people from here to Italy can watch us right now. They worship with us through song. It's a little scary to tell y'all, because I don't want you to quit coming, okay? We, we need you to come, okay? Don't stay home saying say, I'm staying in my boxers. I love this church. No, we want you to come. But Nathan and I have been talking about an opportunity that we might be able to live stream into Mexico and minister to missionaries all in Asanata. How cool would that be? I mean, I'm just praying for the gospel to go forward. I could give you all these other things, and I won't. And, of course, I've still got some family members for salvation. And, man, I'm... I'm spending extra time in this fast for lost members to come to know Jesus. How about you, church? Can you do that for your family? Okay, let's, let's get in this. Thing. i got a lot of things I want to share with you. Um, there's a great passage. If you open your Bibles to the ninth chapter of Matthew, and if you'll turn over to the 14th verse, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great passage. Why, why don't you just stand with me real quick, because you, you, you've been sitting for you know, about 10 minutes. Okay, and uh, this, You know why I'm doing that? It keeps the blood flowing. You know what I'm saying? It keeps you awake. Because I heard one of you snoring last week, and it really upset me. Okay, all right, here we go. wasn't last week because I wasn't here, but anyway, that was a lie, wasn't it? Here we go. All right, here we go. 9-14. Nine, Actually, Jeff did a live stream for me last week, and I was watching you. No, he did. Now here we go. Verse 14. One day the disciples of John the Baptist came to Jesus and asked him, why don't your disciples fast like we do and the Pharisees do? And Jesus replied, do wedding guests mourn while celebrating with a groom? Of course not. But someday the groom will be taken away from them, and then... They will fast. Besides, who would watch or who would patch old clothes with new cloth? For the new patch would shrink and rip away from the old cloth, leaving even a bigger tear than before. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the old skins would burst from the pressure spilling the wine into ruining the skins. New wine is stored in new wineskins, so both are preserved. Now, Jesus is trying to illustrate to them great truth of the kingdom. And we're going to break this down in a few moments. But you can be seated. I just wanted you to look at this passage. It's not Isaiah 58. It's not Joel 2. It's not a lot of familiar passages. It's not even Matthew 6 when Jesus talks about fasting. But it's this section. And I just wanted us to look at it together. Because my prayer is God will revolutionize you and me in the next 21 days starting next Sunday January 12th as we go to February 1st. We'll have a fast a corporate fast We're declaring that that it's coming and, and let me just say this somebody needs to hear this It is not a diet. Can you say that with me? It is not a diet Somebody's like well, that's the only reason I was doing it. Then you've missed the purpose of the fast now, I'm going to be lying to you if I don't tell you this. You will shed a few pounds. It's amazing when you don't eat, you lose weight. I'm just, I don't get it. Actually, you eat. You just don't eat all the pleasure foods that we enjoy every day, possibly. But it, it's a, the, the fast is a spiritual discipline. And Jesus, through Scripture, assumed that we would pray and fast. It's, it didn't say if you fast. It says when you fast. That's what God's Word says. So my prayer is that many of you have been doing this with us. Every year we have growing numbers. I'm praying this year you're going to join me. If there's medical reasons, I absolutely understand. There might be other things you will choose to put in lieu of food fast. But let me just say this to you. Just go, but I don't want to starve my flesh. I want to eat. So do I. There is purity and there's power when we get toxins and we get focused. Do I have a witness in the house? I'm asking you to abstain from food, the, the rich foods, and join the Daniel fast. But if there be a reason, and there are reasons that you can't physically fast, you can definitely, and it's a spiritual fast, I'm going to ask you to abstain from things, and we'll talk about some of those things that maybe you can. But, you know, it, it, it's, not, it's not Lent, okay? It's not Lent. Hey, I'm giving up chocolate. I'm, hey, I'm giving up. No, it's, it's a lot more than that. It's a, it's a spiritual pursuit. It's a, fasting is a means of bringing flesh into the submission of God it's fasting's all about yielding. Fasting's all about submission. It's where he he strengthens us that we have mastery over ourselves. We 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 master the flesh through the spirit of the living Christ. But look in the old in the old testament, there in the garden, the whole sin deal started with the enticement of what? The forbidden fruit. Food. Isn't it amazing? It's always been so. There's a couple reasons to fast. Number one, we fast because the Scripture teaches us to fast and pray. God asks us, He commands us, He challenges us, He invites us to fast and pray. The other one is, it. I love this reason. It puts you and me into the best possible position to have a breakthrough. Does anybody in this room need a breakthrough besides your pastor in 2014? Do you need a breakthrough? You do. Then you should fast. And as we fast, I believe God, it heightens our sensitivity. It heightens our devotion to Christ. Uh, Let me me say this because I I could get misunderstood. Fasting is not strong-arming God. (laughs) How ridiculous that I think I could strong-arm God or you could. Fasting is about me dying that Christ lives. Fasting is about us decreasing that Christ increases. Fasting is about submission. Um, Here's the great thing about breakthroughs. Things that haven't worked before, suddenly there could be a breakthrough over the next 21 days. There could be a job. There could be a a mate. There could be a healed marriage. There could be a healed friendship. An addiction could be broken. Broken. I mean, I could give you countless things that I, have, I think happened on spiritual fast, on, on breakthrough. So the purpose is to come. And, and, and just write this in the margin. I, I, well, actually, at the bottom, I'll let you a little room on purpose. Ask God for fresh revelation on the fast. I, I'm, I ask him that for every week is I get the privilege of preaching to you, but I'm asking God for fresh revelation for my soul, for my personal journey, and and as a pastor of a church, and I'm asking you to ask God for revelation. God, give me insight into your word. Fasting should be a regular part of the Christian disciplines. Just write down Matthew chapter 6, verse 2. The Bible says, a discipline is when you give, Matthew 6, 5. When you pray, Matthew 6, 16. When you fast. It is right there in the gospel. Jesus just says, these are disciplines that followers of me practice, and if they'll do that, things will happen. There's a message truth. It's real simple. Starve the flesh, man. Feed the spirit, man. Pray, read the word, seek the Lord. As you redirect, as you refocus your appetites upon Christ. That's what I'm asking you to join me in as we join one another, as we believe God, as we join literally countless hundreds, possibly thousands of churches across America uh somebody the other day said are y'all one of them fasting churches like what does that mean like i'm like are you one of them churches that don't fast i mean you know i, I mean that would be arrogance and pride like well, man our church fast man y'all going to hell you know I'm not, no 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 i mean you know no i mean but people ask me oh y'all one of them churches that take god serious well amen yeah we do we believe there's a fast we believe that god's called us to our church don't fast, we don't like that. We got potluck dinner. Don't tell me about potluck dinner or whatever, I, or pot liquor or whatever. I, I don't need to hear about. It. I, I need to hear about man. We, we want to see God. And yet I, I'm running to more people. It's, it's interesting. every year, it's like it's the new school, but it's the old school. The fast is coming back. Have y'all noticed that as you talk to other Christian friends? Does anybody notice that but me? Well, you're not asking them. Okay, all right, here we go. All right, I'm not going to read all these scriptures, but I want you to have them fasting exhibited in scripture right in the middle of your worship guide today. It's right there for you. Yeah, yeah I got to talk to them real quick. Hey, if you download this right now, you can get this, the worship guide. Here we go. Look, look what it says Fasting keeps you and me sensitive to His Spirit, enabling us to live holy lives. I, I think one of the things I hope and I pray for us is that we get increased sensitivity to God through our journey of fasting just a couple quotes that I think are good and I, I didn't put them in your notes was Richard Foster said he wrote celebration of discipline great writer fasting is the voluntary abstinence from food for spiritual purposes Andrew Bonar said fasting is anything from anything that hinders prayer And then Philip Brooks says, fasting is abstaining from anything innocent in itself in order to grow more spiritually or serve God more effectively. Uh, So this fast is is a spiritual exercise. It's a a spiritual development. It's spiritually fit. I I put right here in in your outline, there's four foundational steps to an awakening. I'm going to say much more. But let me just give this. Number one. If you will choose to participate in the fast with your faith family, you need to experience surrender. It's fresh abandonment, yielding to Christ, enthusiastically participating with Him, asking God for supernatural results, asking God for a closer walk. I've not met anybody, really, that didn't want a closer walk with God. Oh, well, I have met them, but it's, uh, it's asking God for blessings on their life. It's asking God for direction, orientation, It's it's asking God that you would have more uh, favor and more of the blessing of God as you surrender. Number two, you experience the passion of God uh, or or passion for God. I I don't know what kind of passion you have. Many of you have great passion. I'm in awe of your passion. Your your passion stirs me. It stirs one another. Uh, if, If we could be so candid, some of you don't have a lot of spiritual passion, but you don't have to stay there. This could be the year for spiritual fervor that you could stir the fans of faith in your life. So, every year we have an annual fast. I I think this is like our fourth or fifth annual uh, Daniel fast that we've participated in. And and I got to just tell you, I'm more excited about this fast than I have been any we've ever had. I I just I'm believing God for things in my life and in the life of you. Fasting, a big part of fasting is to be praying for others. Do I have a witness? you get concerned about others and you're praying for break uh i'm gonna ask you to join people in accountability and and praying for others and asking god and crying out to god and believing god uh i think when we lose our edge we need to go back to fasting and some of you you just know if you've lost your spiritual edge or not Uh, you could have been on fire for christ as a teenager you could have been on fire for christ five years ago life hit job fell apart Marriage busted, got sick, got mad, got disoriented. I I don't know what it is, but if you want to edge back spiritually, I just encourage you to join us on the fast. I just think God wants to do that. He supernaturally changes us. Third, we experience God's goodness. In a fast, you and I get to experience the goodness of God. Uh, You know, we have to say, God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. I can sit here and get y'all amped up so hard on that today, and we could cheer and we could sweat and we could yell and walk out here like a bunch of lunatics, okay? But I want you to just stop. And I want you to think about how good God is. God is great. He's gracious. This week I've been reminded of how good my heavenly father is to have given me parents, to give me an opportunity to live in Montgomery, Alabama. To go to university at Troy, to go to Emory for seminary, to marry a woman out of my league. That ain't funny. It is funny. To, to love you, to serve you, to have daughters, to have a granddaughter, to have health, to have a Bible. <laughs> literally, I think I've got 100 Bibles, you know. Um, to have all that. I just think, God, you're good. So in this fast, I hope you'll contemplate the goodness of God for intimacy. Fourth, you have to experience sp- space for God to fill. Are you asking God to fill the empty places? So you have have to create room. When we want something new and exciting to happen, we have to create space. If you're going to take on a new hobby, you have to create time, space in your schedule to be able to pursue that and learn that. Uh, You're pursuing a young woman, uh, 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 and and, and what do you have to do, guys? You have to do what? You have to carve out space. They take time. They take devotion. They take attention. You're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, glory. Okay. But what I'm saying is we create, in the fast, we create space for God. Food is not as important. We redirect our appetites. We focus more in prayer. We focus more in the Word. We get intentional about creating space. Uh, the reasons for schedule adjustments, it, it's physical. Let me just tell you this right now. This is not an excuse, and I'm preaching to myself, and Donna's probably going to say, you go listen to that podcast. Okay, baby. Uh, you, listen, you might. Just wanted you to know But y'all help me as I help you. Let's don't tell everybody I'm fasting I'm mad and grumpy and praise God. It's day 18. I can't wait to eat again I'm gonna eat your face off if you come near me stop it. I mean, you know, you just get grumpy I understand, you know, I mean I used to do these 24-hour 30-hour fast and Donna go you're not very nice But I'm loving God. I'm being spiritual. Man, my dog didn't even talk to me one time I was on a fast. It was horrible. Went out the back door and she ran. I mean, (laughs) mean, you know, I don't blame her. I would have run, too. You know, Donna wanted to run, but she didn't. Okay, so the, the second reason is a fast is spiritual. It exchanges the needs of the physical body for the spiritual. I'm just asking you to do an exchange with Christ. Christ, I want more of you. Holy Spirit, I want more of you. I want to be sensitive. I want to be full. I want to be overflowing. I want to reflect. Uh, here's a possibility, you might fast from media, you might fast from Facebook, just a possibility. You might fast from Twitter, you might fast from McDonald's, well, well God, I hope so. Okay, you might, you might fast from something, but you dedicate yourself, and, and here's what, I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm going to be real simple, ben, Ben's got this great legal mind, but Ben's just like, here's what I hope our church will do. I hope our church will take at least an hour every night every night, just an hour, that they'll cut everything off, and they'll spend at least one passionate hour in God's Word, in His presence. I don't know what could happen if we just spent 21 hours with Jesus in constant devotion of just every night, one hour. Now, I'm asking us to do the whole deal, but you're saying, wow, y'all are serious about this thing. We are serious, because Jesus is serious about it. I think He's going to be pleased I know he's pleased. I mean the scripture teaches me we you know getting the voices and distractions out. So I'm excited about 21 days. Fasting is not reserved for holy people. It's reserved for believers in Christ. It is reserved for holy people, but it's reserved for all of us. If we name the name of Jesus, if we follow Christ, we we participate, we experience, we disconnect, we connect with God in greater ways, greater resolve. I I just I just believe in um, greater spiritual weapons at our disposal. And a spiritual weapon that is neglected in the body of Christ is fasting. Neglected. I neglect it. I don't fast as much as I did at one time. I, I get all hung. I get all jacked up about the 21-day fast. And, and, and God was speaking to me this week as I've been studying about it. I've got to start fasting more throughout the year. You know, you know, smaller fast or whatever, and you're like, oh man, you're, wow, you, you're just trying to get us signed up for the 21 day deal. Well, okay, all right. So, fasting the new covenant. Here, I, I could, I could talk to you about this passage from uh, uh, Matthew, but in the Old Testament. Write down Leviticus 16 29 it's Yom Kippur it's the Old Testament they prescribe the one day of fast then you come fast forward and Judaism is rampant the Pharisees are full of themselves and the Sadducees and and they start fasting twice a week and then we get all these rabbinical teachings and 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 some holy and some not so holy and the rabbinical teachings replace the tradition begins to supersede the Old Testament teaching all I'm saying is when it says here but Jesus they're not fasting he says but I'm with them what what that scripture just says this the messiah jesus was with them you don't fast now it's a time of celebration but then he will leave there will be a time of fasting and there'll be a time of feasting i I look forward to that ultimate marriage supper of the lamb how about you and that's the time of feasting but in this earth in this world jesus is going to call you and i sometimes to fasting and and not to be religious and have a routine but say lord i want to celebrate the new covenant of grace i, I want to trust you i want to i want to put on you know this new path you don't know, put on an old garment and this this new wine skin the skins the elasticity it, it it couldn't hold and it would burst and the and the oil would just run out on the ground or the wine and, and here Anytime we see this word oil, we see the reference to the Holy Spirit. And God, I think, is saying this year, I want you, Christ community, I want you to expand your heart that I just overflow in your heart. Amen? Are you opening your heart to God? God, I want to drink of the new wine. I want to drink of the new spirit. I want to be more full of Christ. Lord, I I just want you to come and expand my life, expand my heart, expand my mind, expand my prayers, expand my compassion. Just expand me, God. God, just burst me. God, let me leak. I want to leak for you this year. Wouldn't it be cool if everybody around here is just leaking for Jesus? No. We got some people leaking. They're leaking with unholy stuff, and we'll let you figure out who they are. They're they're going to sit over here in this section next week. No, no, I'm not not saying that. Y'all are holy over here, but anyway, you're all holy. Anyway, let me just get you to write this thought. Are you stuck? Are you stuck spiritually? Just don't answer. It's for you to reflect. If you're stuck, consider the fast. If you're not stuck, consider the fast. Let Christ expand you. Let the new covenant become greater. Rejoice. Celebrate God. Uh, Fasting, I'll just tell you this, write this thought down. Fasting gets the gunk out. A few months ago, I heard something in the wall. Then I heard it again. Then Chuck Kiefer heard it. Then Nathan Alpert heard it. Then some other people heard it. I said, we're not crazy. And there was water running down over here near uh where the coffee bar is that used to be in the nursery. And and there wasn't water bubbling up. And we called, Nathan called the guy, and the plumbers came out here and they go, Houston, you got a problem. You got a serious lead. And I said, man, the church did not float You know, I was waiting for the church just to kind of come off the foundation, and wanting for water to bubble up. So well it's in here and we're going to have to come in here, and we're thinking, oh, no, you're going to have to, like, dig the church up and break concrete up. It's going to be a mess, and nobody's going to like that, and that's going to be, like, gross and expensive. They said, no, we got this new technology. And they came here, and they lined it, and they, did, and they dug, and they did their thing. And, and, and they were joyful, and they gave us a $5,600 bill when they wrote off. And, uh, but, 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 the, but listen if this, this. is funny. But they got the gunk out, and they got it all resealed, and, man, the water's flowing, and, we don't, and everything's perfect, and they didn't tear the church up. Nathan comes to my office one day, and he goes, there's this company that we did business with. They want you to do a commercial. Huh? They said, yeah, they want you to come to Cold Plumbing and do a commercial. So if you've seen it on Channel 8, I've never seen it. I heard it made. it. I don't know. It ain't, ain't going to be on top commercial. But the bottom line was, they just because we, we believed in what they did, because they got the gunk out. They got the line sealed. And in this fast, that's why I tell you this. In this fast, God wants to get the gunk out of your heart and mine. Fasting lets me get greater clarity and sensitivity. It calls me to greater confession in you, too. And I promise, if you get serious about the fast, Jesus will show you some things He wants you to put off and He wants you to put on the new. And Christ, I want more of you. I want to I get unclogged this year. Uh, I want you to run the snake of your spirit down my soul. I want you to unclog me. You, you, y'all know what the snake is, don't you? I'm not talking about we're going to have snakes up here where, you know, it's not a Pentecostal thing. I'm talking about snakes. You know, I got one at home. You run it down the toilet. It's a joyful thing to do that, you know? but what's great is when the toilet works again do i have a witness okay i called you a toilet yes i did here's here's the bottom line i want you to get unclogged i don't want you to flow i just want the spirit of christ to flow um man man i got so much like i'm only halfway through wow thank you jesus here we go all right here here, here's here's my last thought i want you to get a fresh infusion of grace i want you to get a fresh infusion of jesus I want to get an infusion of more Jesus. So for 21 days, starting next week, hey, you can start today just worshiping God and spending time in His Word. That's the whole goal. But the fast is just going to draw us to Him. You're going to be getting videos from our elders over the the next month, and they're going to be talking to you about the fast and what God's teaching them, what He's calling us to do as a body. But it's going to be an amazing thing just to draw close to Christ. I, I would say this word to you. Fasting is part or one of the gateways to God. I want more of you, God. I want more of you. Let's pray together. I invite the team to come up. You've got your heads bowed, and this service is just kind of moving along, and God's got new turf for us to take spiritually, and he wants us to go vertical with him, and he wants us to give him praises, and he he just wants to be exalted. So, God, we ask you in this fast to ignite a wave of salvations across our congregation, across our church. We ask you for miracle provisions. We ask you, Father, for addictions to be broken and strongholds in Jesus' name. We ask you for the sick to be healed and marriages to be restored. And we pray for relationships to be intact. We pray for amazing things in our midst, God. But we ask, Jesus, come. Come, Lord Jesus. And do your work. Invade us afresh. Get us ready. Prepare us this week to get ready for the fast awaken our souls forgive us where we've gone to sleep wake us up set us on fire for the master we'll follow you jesus we'll follow you